this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you now? Today is Monday, November 15th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called Brace Yourself Here, This Joe Batanz. Again, I don't know how it happened that I got chosen to host a show that's about the very person hosting the show, but I'll tell you what, it happens all in one place. It's This Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. Set right there at the top of the show. This is this Joe Batanz right here for Monday, November 15th, 2021. Uh, as promised, I will be talking about the Spotify Sound Up Latinx program that I'm a part of, uh, but I also wanted to share some things happened over the weekend, and I wanted to talk about those events and, and what happened and what's been fun and what's been not fun. No, oh, yeah, no, what's been not fun. So let's talk about the weekend. I mean, it, it is this Joe Batanz. I actually did do stuff this weekend. And um, uh, so Saturday, um, I had made plans to see... I have a, f- a friend from high school named Buck. Okay, yes, his name is Buck. Okay. And um, he is my friend. We've known each other for years and years and years. And he lives in Anaheim, not too far from Lowry. And um, has a cute family, a cute house, everything cute, okay? And I, we've been playing like, oh, we should hang out, this and that, going back and forth, each of us flaking on the other, it's a whole thing. But Saturday, it finally happened. Uh, like, late morning, I went over there to his house and hung out for a few hours. And uh, it was a good time. His wife was out of town. His his wife is a professional choreographer, okay? And he has a theatrical background, too. He no longer works in theater. He works in the film side of show business, but uh, had a theatrical background. And um, his son was there. And his son's going to be more important on the next part of the story. But his, it was just him and his son and me. And, um, here's the thing. I will say this. So I just happened to have from my trip to Palm Springs, my Switch and my Oculus Quest 2 in my car. And I told them, and, and of course the son was excited about the Switch. And the son's 17 years old. Okay. This is, I'm, there's a reason I'm saying this. And then we started playing around with the Oculus Quest. And, you know, I didn't play it much because I played all the time, but, Buck wanted to play with it, and uh, he put it on, and as, as I'm sure I do and other people do, look like a fool just swinging in the air, you know, nothing. But we were both talking about how the son, his son, put on Oculus Quest, and I think just by nature of being thin and young, looked really cool <laughs> doing the Oculus Quest. Like, he actually looked legit cool and not silly, uh, swinging stuff. We were playing Beat Saber. Swinging stuff in the air looked legitimately cool. 
I don't know. Bucky thinks it's because the, the, his mom, his wife, Bucky's wife and Jude's mom, is a choreographer so that Jude is like, knows how to move his body. I don't know. I just think there's, I just think young people just look better doing it. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But nice hangout session, went home. No big deal. All right. Now, this past weekend, there was a con going on, a convention called Designer Con over at the Anaheim Convention Center. And I had thought about going, but I was just like, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the fucking posters that I have. Why would I spend money to get into this con to go buy more posters that I don't need that I'm going to have to sell? So I didn't go. And of course, I was following it all on social media and getting some major FOMO because I'm not going to get into the nerdiness of it all, but nerdy FOMO things were happening. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, I should have gone, right? But whatevs, I didn't. And um, so Sunday rolls around. Now, I got to tell you guys something. So we're going to, no, let's just finish this story. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a side, a tangent here. We're going on a tangent, but it's important. So I'm on Zoloft. Okay. I'm on the lowest dose of Zoloft. And I'm not doing that to brag. And it's not, it's, what a weird flex it is. And I'm going like, guys, I'm on Zoloft, but I'm on the lowest dose. Not a flex. Uh, it just happens to be that's the way my body chemistry is. Okay. That the lowest dose is what I need. And I bring that up because. This happens every time I go on vacation. But when I went on vacation, I took it. It, it, In in all fairness, I did take my little pillbox with my Zoloft in it with me to the trip. But what happens is, invariably, I'm just so wrapped up doing other things that my routine is broken. I didn't take my Zoloft. And I also forgot to take it Sunday. So for uh, for last week, I didn't take it like three or four days in a row. So what I'm going to tell you happens every single time this happens and i knew it you know but when i woke up on sunday but it's funny when when it happens though at first you're not uh i'm not super aware of it but what happened is that um i woke up and i was just in a really shitty depressed irritable mood now, at first, I wasn't cognizant of it, but anything anyone told me, I got like super like withdrawn and depressed and sad and annoyed, like to the point where I just had to go to sleep. I was so upset. And then right when I got went to sleep, Aiden had gotten off work and was really happy about his first day at his new job. And I was just like such a fucking Debbie Downer. And then he took it personally and then whatever I took, it, I slept for two hours and then like, one-ish, one thirty, I wake up and he, uh, I call him and we get in a fight, right? And as we're fighting, um, even though what's funny is I opened it, I opened that phone call up with, listen, I just realized I didn't take my medication earlier in the week. And when that happens, I have a one day, like my body chemistry needs to readjust, it's just, it has happened before. It's just one day. It's one day. So like, even like today I'm back to normal because on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was, you know, back on my medication. So, but take, there's that one day little burp when it finally hits my brain. And, um, I was like, that's, that's what it is. I just, I forgot to take my medication and those for those three or four days in a row. And now it's hitting me for one day where my body just sort of feels like a jolt. 
that's why I'm super moody, super sensitive, still leads to a fight. I think I think she was already like, I'm going to fight this motherfucker, okay? Which we eventually got over the fight. And, um, but after the, the fight, or during the fight, actually, John Paul texted me that he and Evil John were going to go to Designer Con for the last few hours. So I thought to myself, you know, I better get out of the house. I got to get out of the house just so I can have something to focus on. And I did, and, and to be honest with you, it was exactly what the doctor ordered. Exactly what the doctor ordered. Like, um, I parked at Bucky's house, because Bucky lives relatively close to the Anaheim Convention Center. And I took an Uber. I took an Uber to uh, uh, the Anaheim Convention Center, met up with the Johns there, and they said they would drive me back to my car. At the convention, you know, it's weird. Do I have... It was the last few hours... A lot of it is just fucking crap. A lot of it is just motherfucking crap. Okay. Um, but I did, there was a young Latino couple that was selling Latino themed stickers and stupid shit. And I wanted to support them. So I bought $10 worth of shit from them. And then what's funny is just as the place was closing up where they were literally like, you have five minutes left, you know, attention competitors. And, uh, I I actually I thought I had seen everything at the convention, but I missed this one booth, and it was this poster guy that I know his stuff's okay, but um, he had two posters there that I had been sort of on the fence about anyway about buying, and then I was like, well, I'm fucking here, so I bought them. One of them is a Golden Girls poster, and um. Uh, the reason I actually like the Golden Girls poster, I'm going to try and send it to you guys here in the Discord. Uh, let me see if I can turn the live off, because the live seems to be the problem here. Live is off. Done. And then uh, the other one, I'll explain the other one too. So it, it, it was, And it wasn't terribly expensive, you know. Um, I think I probably spent all in total like $30. Which for a poster is nothing. Okay, so I'm gonna now I gotta share these posters. This one and this one. This is called Watching Me Do Things Online. Okay, got it. She has it. So you're gonna put it in the Discord. And uh, I'll explain both of them. So if you wanna see, if you're listening later, go to the Discord and you should see. Uh, these posters. Let me show you the, the Golden Girls one first. Um, it still made it a live poster. I made it not live. Ugh, I don't know. God, okay, we're going to do what I always do, which I got to take a screenshot of the poster, and that seems to do the trick. I'll take a screenshot of the live photo. Let me do that again. I thought I'd fix the problem. Dumb, dumb Apple and your dumb stuff. Okay. Uh, let me get rid of these. Mama, mama, mama. Okay, here we go. So let me show you the Golden Girls one. So I had seen this one before and I almost bought it. And then Taylor the Latte Boy was like, no, it's disgusting. And I was like, really? Because I think it's kind of cool. Where it's the Golden Girls, but they made it like a sort of like crime um, themed poster. <clears throat> they were sort of like badass criminals. Yeah, so Humble Pie says disgusting. Yeah, Taylor really did not like it at all. Taylor, hate, like, literally, I think used the word disgusting, hated it. Thought it was really offensive to the girls, did not like it. 
Then um, the other one I'm going to show you is um, uh, I for some reason I've been like this since the pandemic. I I realize we're living in an important time in history. And so I've bought a couple of art pieces that sort of acknowledge, not art, I mean they're prints, but like that acknowledge this weird time in history. So the same artist had made this, a, a World War II um, propaganda style poster for the vaccines. And um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so I bought this, it's not a very big poster. Um, but it's a World War II propaganda style, uh, vaccine poster. And I'll probably, I, I, for some reason, I might not even put it up. I just like collecting, um, uh, whenever I see them, anything that's pretty, um, posters that sort of promote, uh, that are involved with the pandemic, because I feel like in years it'll be an interesting historical thing that I have. All right. And that's all we bought. And then we left. And then, so here's the deal. So here's what I will tell you about um what happened so what ha- happened was i'm I, i've been a little sneaky here everybody i've been a little sneaky and what it is is that i intentionally parked at bucky's house because i could have easily paid for the parking it wasn't that big of a deal right in fact it would have been cheaper than the than the uber okay and bucky was gonna drive me but there was a reason why he couldn't okay the reason i parked there was I've been even though Bucky and John Paul and I, John Paul and I all went to high school, I'm friends with John Paul and I'm friends with Bucky, but they they knew each other, but they were friends, but like that they just didn't remain close. So, um, I wanted John Paul to meet Bucky's son because Bucky's son is an actor, and I don't mean like actor like oh I've decided I'm an actor in High School Musicals, no like legitimately. Like a working kid actor, like uh, I think. Oh, oh, there's, oh! There's another T here. Hold on, I should have mentioned this on Saturday. I'm getting hot. Though. I'm gonna turn on a fan. Oh, I mentioned this in the general channel on Saturday, but it, I was with Bucky and um, uh, the son, and they're friends with Todrick. The family is friends with Todrick. Todrick has worked with them multiple times in the beginning of his career. They like Todrick. They know Todrick. Blah, 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 blah. And it just came out that I just had to be honest and say, like, I, I went on my this Todrick Hall rant right in front of them. Because he was like, well, what don't you like about Todrick? And I was like, let me tell you. This Todrick Hall. And I just went, I went on a whole rant. Okay. And, um, so, but this kid, the reason I bring that up is Todrick even cast, uh, Buck's son in, I guess he made a Peter Pan music video. I've never seen it, but Buck's son plays out, Buck's son plays one of the kids in Todrick's and like one of the Peter Pan kids, you know, like Michael or whoever, one of the little kids in the music video. And, but has like, and, and also like, I'm not even allowed to mention this, but it was like down to Buck's son and the other kid who landed up getting the role for the ki- role of the, su- the kid in, in, uh, uh, the greatest showman. Uh, Buck's son did get paid SDC. Yes. So, um, 
so, uh, so like he's like a working actor kid, so I wanted to connect him with John Paul. So, um, when we come back, I'm all, uh, it was already pre-arranged. Bucky's like, oh, come inside. And so we went inside. And we, and, but what's funny is because John Paul didn't know what was going on. John Paul didn't know I was doing this. The family was there. And then we, they, the Johns and Bucky and his wife just totally hit it off. They completely 100% hit it off. That we went to dinner together afterwards, went to this Mexican restaurant called, okay, here's another weird tie with this Mexican restaurant. So it's a random Mexican restaurant just right by them called Por Vida. Okay. But they spell in Spanish. It would be, it means for life and it would be, it would, um, it would be spelled P O R V I D A. But the, what the restaurant spelled it is P O U R, like pouring, por vida, making a play on the Spanish word. Words. And the interesting twist, went to this little Mexican restaurant there in Anaheim. The interesting twist to that, interesting note here, is my cousin, Richard, uh, I don't know if you've heard about him, I have a gay cousin named Richard who's a week younger than me and gay. He created the concept for the show Viva, okay, which was on stars. And originally the name of the show was Por Vida, because Richard had seen the name of that restaurant and thought it was cool and used that for the name of the bar in Vida, but then that eventually got changed. So the restaurant where I was at was actually the inspiration for the title of the show Vida. Okay. So um that we were that we went there and um had a great time. And then afterwards uh, it worked because in the car on the way home, John Paul was like, oh, how old is the son? Huh, I'm going to keep him, like, was saying, like, I'm going to keep him in mind for some projects, blah, 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 blah. Maybe we bring him in, yada, 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 blah, 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 you know? So all in all was a really good time. Uh, remind me at some point to tell you the story about um, Buck's wife and Jennifer Lopez. That whole story is a great story there. Lots of stories going around, Okay. So that was my weekend. Evil John was pretty well behaved. I mean, there's nothing really I could say about Evil John. He makes me laugh with his stupidity. And we were just insulting each other. And then, um, yeah, there's, I mean, that was my Sunday night. And now here we are. So now let's see how much time we have left. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's talk about Spotify. Okay. So just to bring you up to speed, just in case you didn't listen to the last episode or whatever, because we didn't talk about it that much on the last episode. What happened? What ha- happened was, you know what's so funny is some sort of drag race person. Oh, Evil John! Evil John fashions himself a, a drag race fan and always tries to like um, engage me in some sort of competition about drag race knowledge. And he said yesterday, "What ha- happened was," and I said, "So I continued that what Trey didn't like the session, so he had gutted me." And he goes. What are you talking about? And I was like, oh, what a fucking rookie. Anyway. So, um, <clears throat> so, uh, Spotify. So what happened was, I know this, some of you have heard this, but I, I want to just tell the whole complete story here. Is sometime around August or September, I got an email from Spotify that was like, 
hey, we are doing this uh, up-and-coming Latinx podcasting thing, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And I want you guys to know, I get these emails all the fucking time, right? I would say, though, that the only reason this one even kind of piqued my interest was because it was from Spotify, officially, the company Spotify. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of a bigger deal. But even then, they were like, apply, and they were very vague on what it was, and uh, I was like, I don't know what this is, and uh, whatever, right? So I just kind of let it, I just ignored it. Maybe I might have even deleted it. I don't even know. I just ignored it. And then a few weeks went by, and I got some sort of reminder like, hey, time's running out. Make sure and apply for the Spotify Sound Up Latinx project or whatever. And I don't know what my mood was that day or what, but I was like, meh, let's do it. And y'all know how much I hate filling out forms. And it was a form. Luckily, it wasn't the form wasn't too involved. So I filled this form. It was probably like early, mid-September. And I think nothing of it. Literally forget that I even did this. Because then what happens is now two or three weeks after that, we are in like either very late September or early October. I get another email that is like, congratulations, you've made it to the finalists of the Spotify Sound Up Latinx program. And at this point, I'm like, whoa, 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 what? What is this? Right? So I, and what did I sign up for? What is, so I start reading about it. I'm like, oh, this is actually, no, 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 not even then. I was just like, whatever, top 20 finalists, I don't know what. And they're like, so now you're going to do a round of interviews, right? And more of this and more of that. So I actually just, now at this point, I'm like, well, let's just go through it. I'm not really that connected to it, so I'll just go through it. And luckily for me, emotionally, it isn't until the last week of the whole thing. So I get together. Now I made it to the round where I get um, scheduled for an interview with the guy who runs the program. This guy named Fernando Spuri. Okay. And the interview scheduled for that Tuesday at noon. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just see what this is. And I go on. And then he starts to tell me what the program is. And I'll tell you guys in a second what it is. He starts to tell me what the program is, and then that's where I'm like, oh, this is actually very fucking cool. And he says, um, and whatever happens at this interview, this is one thing that's very important to us, we don't want to leave you hanging, you will be notified either way this Friday. So luckily, I was only freaking out for like three or four days, okay? So um, this is the program. So the program is, is they've chosen 10 people. So I was obviously selected, okay? So I was selected. I get the, the email on, on uh, Friday. I will tell you this. I was a little freaked out only because, not freaked out. I was, the interview went so well that I was like, and I told one person, told Adam Vaughn about it after that. The interview went so well that I was like, if I didn't, can I knock that interview out of the ballpark? So I was like, if I don't get this, I have nothing to be ashamed of because I hit that fucking... There were people who were better than I was. And because I hit that fucking... I mean, the interview was supposed to only go 15 minutes and it went like 40 minutes and I was talking to him about magic posters and ba 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 yada, yada, yada. Okay? So, um... So this is a really good interview. 
So I was like, I think I pretty much have this. Because by that point, my odds were already 50-50. And the interview went so well, I was like, I'm probably going to make it. So uh, I get the, a note that I'm, I made it, right? And so here's what the program is. There are 10 people in this program, all right? The Spotify Sound Up Latinx program, where they're trying to find up-and-coming Latinx uh, podcasters. And what it is, is the first half, which is happening right now, we're in the middle of it now, is there are these classes on basically the fundamentals of podcasting. We will come back to this because now I've learned a little bit more of what it is, and that's actually even better. But right now, we'll just leave it at it, the fundamentals of podcasting. Okay. That's the first part. That will end in very early December, like December 4th or something like that. Okay, eight sessions. Then we're going to take two months off, all right? And then when we come back in early February, there's going to be a second part. And in that second part, okay, is each of us will work with a different uh, podcasting production company. And that production company will help us develop this idea that we pitched uh, cause we had, you had to pitch an idea and I already had an idea in my head. So when I, that's, that was one of the things that was sort of, um, convenient with the application was they wanted you to pitch your idea for a podcast. And I've had a podcast idea that sort of fit with what they were looking for, for a while. And I'm not going to discuss it here just because, not because I don't want to, it's a secret, but I, I, Mike Lawson actually taught me this. Mike Lawson taught me that if you discuss your ideas, then you take the joy of, um, uh, the fun of revealing that idea creatively out, you, t- you take the air out. So that's the only reason I'm not telling you is when it comes out, I promise you guys, you guys will hear it first. Then, uh, I get the fun of seeing your guys' reactions. Okay. And that's why I do things, by the way, there are surprises that are coming down the pike that I never talk about with you guys. In fact, there is a surprise that is so amazing coming down the pike. Not until 2022, by the way, just so you don't get too excited. That I've literally told zero people. Okay, zero. Adam Vaught doesn't know. Aiden doesn't know. No one knows. Zero people know. And it's super exciting. And you guys are going to be... I might even cry. You guys might even cry. Anyway, because I like that. I like this reveal. It's almost like a magic trick. So it's the same thing with this show. So this idea. So we're going to work. I'm going to work with a production company in February and March on this idea. With the ultimate goal being sometime in the spring when this program is done, then we pitch this idea to the executives at Spotify. Now, just by the very nature of the program, one person will be chosen as a quote-unquote, and they even say don't consider it the winner, but one person will be chosen and given money to develop this podcast. But the really cool thing about this program is, and that's what they really emphasize, is that in theory, they want to develop all the shows, okay? So in theory, they want it to be that they pick up, so maybe only one person wins the prize. I don't really, they're very vague on what that is. So one person wins the money. But in theory, Spotify is not only going in there to find one podcast. 
they're going in if they if if all ten are amazing and they want it, they will buy all ten. So it's an equal opportunity, even though one person does get some sort of prize. I don't know why. They get crowned the winner. Okay. So um as long as the podcast is good, it, it has a chance of being purchased. So what I've learned is that in this in the first few classes, and we're gonna tell stories from the classes and whatnot. But from the classes, what I've learned is that um, it, this is what's really good. I didn't know this is they've really been so far teaching us how to build a pitch for a podcast. And this is stuff that I never knew how to do. So we have homework and stuff, and that stuff is um, about how to build the podcast. Now I will say this: here's another thing, and they'll tell a funny story, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Is so when I when I was selected, they, they had an email. Congratulations, you've been selected. Can you answer some questions? And some of the questions were just like your address, you know, stuff like that. And uh, one of them was like, "What size T-shirt do you wear?" And I put that and blah 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 blah. Right? And I was like, "Whatever." I'm gonna get some sort of dumb Spotify T-shirt, or something, right? Well, then one day I get like the, the week or two later, I get a gigantic. I'm talking huge. Like the size of like a TV box at my house. And I'm like, what the fuck did I buy? I didn't even know what this was, right? So I bring it into the office and I open it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. There was a book bag. And it's a big book bag too. With branded with Spotify sound up Latinx on it. Okay, and it has a ton of pockets, a ton of pockets, all right? And every pocket is full of some sort of tech. There's a really amazing microphone, there's a stand, there are wires, SD cards, uh, a, a digital, a Zoom digital recorder, uh, a windscreens for both of those things. Um, I mean, so much stuff. I can't, I'm not even getting all of it, right? So much wires, gear, but then the big one. I'm sorry, a brand new MacBook Air? That's completely 100% mine? And I was like, oh, oh headphones, oh, everything, everything that you would need to start a podcast is in this bag. And when I open, the mic, the computer, there's the branded on the desktop, but they've also, Spotify's bought me um, a year of Microsoft Network, I don't know what that is. But then also, I don't know how long, I'm assuming a year, uh, access to the Adobe Creative Cloud, like there's all that shit in there. Then, that's just the bag. Then there are these two, two giant black boxes, and the giant black boxes have one block, one box has... A sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a hat, um, a really cool, like, brass, I don't really know how to explain it, it's a cool brass water bottle, it's really hard to explain, what else did it have, oh, a really sweet, I'm looking, trying to look at what it's, a sweet candle, um, a bunch of, like, this, like, Mexican or Latino incense wood with, like, a, uh, a, an ash pot thing, the whole, I mean, like, so much cool shit, right? Then the other box is just full, packed to the brim where the box is breaking with like Latino snacks, like um, tea, coffee, um, be- uh, chocolate, like Mexican chocolate, um, 
I'm trying to think. Uh, the, the, there's bags of this. I have it right here, man. Chusa spiced dried fruit. That is amazing. I actually have the spicy pineapple right in front of me. Um, I mean, it's just filled with just like delicious Mexican snacks. And um, what else was in? I mean, there was so much stuff. I'm losing track of what was in there. I because I've either eaten it or it's spread out around the house. Like so much amazing stuff. That I was just like, holy shit, we really did. Like, to me, even now, I feel like I just won. I got a free MacBook. And what's funny is, it the, this I got the package a couple days after I bought that um that poster by accident. And so I've often talked about, you know, in in the Course in Miracles, there is this principle of divine compensation, and that what if something happened that's bad, the universe is already set up to correct it. And, um, I mean, this MacBook Air is about what I would have spent. No, I, what I spent in the poster is about what a, the MacBook Air pretty much costs. And so, um, I pretty much bought a, a MacBook and got a free poster. I don't know how you want to look at it. And so, uh, yeah, just amazing, amazing stuff. So, and so, and so we've had the meetings. And I will tell you that, um, uh, everybody there. So okay, so the first. Oh, there's even more scandal. Oh my god. Okay. So, <laughs> so everybody there seems to be in their late twenties, early thirties. So I'm the oldest person. I think. I think there are people close to my age. I think, but I don't know. And uh, we go around the first day. We introduce because that was the part I was most excited about was to see who the other nine people. I had no idea. They never told us. So the day we go and introduce ourselves and talk about our show on the Zoom meeting, um, everybody is very cool. I'm being honest with that. Everybody in this is very cool. They did. I will say they did a really good job selecting people. Here's the thing that we've run. Here's the problem I've run into, and this came up the first day, so we're going to have to wait. I've been told that I can talk about my experience in the program, but unless I give, unless I get permission from the other people, I can't really talk about them. Here's what I will say though. What was really uncomfortable was one of the people in the program is a person who, right before the pandemic, I spoke to uh, on the phone about possibly doing uh, a Spanish version of Drag Race Recap. I've been looking that for that forever. And he was polite, but very much blew me off. Right? And so, and he seemed kind of upset that I didn't know he already had a Drag Race podcast. Which, why would I? I don't care. Okay? But he seemed kind of upset about that and politely blew me off. And now he's in the program. So, I mean, I'm fine. We haven't interacted at all, but... Whatever. I'm sure it eventually will come up, but that's the only thing I'll say. So the one funny thing I want to leave you guys on is that, and this is through no fault of my own. My cousin and I have laughed about this extensively. I'm in my head that everyone thinks I'm super old there, right? Even though I think on via Zoom, I don't think you can really tell that I'm much older than them. Um, I'll put, do I have the picture here? We, 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 so they, they do all these cool things. So like on Friday, we had some sort of like, um, that's a whole other story. That might have to be, 
I'm kind of thinking, because that story, I don't have the picture here. I'm thinking the story is so long, there might have to be another episode of this Joe Batanz, because it's already, because, so let me give you a preface here. That might have to, we'll have, we might have to do another this Joe Batanz tomorrow. Is, we had the classes, and then they organized an online event where we painted and drank alcohol together on Zoom. And so many things happened. So what I will say is this, and this is what these, the stories on the next District of Attempts will be, uh, are that there have been certain events out of my control and actually due to sort of like, I wouldn't say incompetence, but just lack of focus on like poor event planning kind of thing that have made me appear to be my parents in terms of technology. Like, in terms of, like, I don't know how to turn on a computer. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. But I know that they all privately are like, oh, there's the fucking old-ass fucking Mexican who does not turn on a computer. When the reality is it's kind of their fault. It's not me. Now, but reality can have a few meanings. A computer, stop. Uh, it's, it's, it's them. But that will all be discussed on the next episode of this show. Because that's a whole other story where, like, Friday was a mess just in terms of that stuff. So why don't we leave it there for now? When we come back tomorrow, we'll discuss everything that happened Friday with the sip and paint thing of the colors. Paint and sip or I don't know. That's a whole other story. And you'll get to see what I painted too. But you're at the wait until we do the next episode of the Just Joe Batanz right here, only on one place. It's called Well, you can say this Joe Batanz here, but you know where that is. It's on. I'm having a laugh here.